Joe Brown from the Team of Brass. I'm Carson Sestouli. This is Fangraphs Audio. My guest on this edition of the program making his monthly appearance on Fangraphs Audio. It's his monthly appearance. He's contributor to CBSSports.com's Eye on Baseball and a frightened mammal. It's Dane Perry. Dane Perry is the guest. And on this edition of the program, as he does during all of his appearances, what Dane Perry endeavors to do here is to elevate the national conversation. Elevate the national conversation. I will say, before we get to our conversation, what I need to do first is to issue a disclaimer, which is to say if you've come to Fangraph's audio looking for the same sort of crack analysis that appears in the electronic pages of that site, do not continue. Do not continue. Instead, consider listening to Dave Cameron, that is managing editor Dave Cameron's weekly appearances in the program during which he analyzes all baseball. Please consider listening to one of lead prospect analyst Eric Longenhagen's fortnightly appearances during which he analyzes all prospects. Or uh, consider uh, one of the prolific Travis Sochik's fortnightly appearances as well, which he during which he joins us from a forest glade outside of his house. Outside of his house. No, uh, what you are about to hear, as I say, is a man who, when asked to comment on the most nuanced of questions, delivers the answers that people need to hear. That is Dane Perry's response to uh, one of those vital questions. Many more responses of similar gravity in what's to follow. And uh, in, in what's to follow is about to follow right now. So let's, uh, we'll get to this conversation. What is it? It is Fangraph Sadio. Who does the future? Contributor to CBSSports.com's Eye on Baseball, Dane Perry. And when does it begin? Right now. I'm also glad you delayed our recording a little bit because it gave me five more minutes uh-huh. to eat some American chop suey. <laughs> is, that, is that spaghetti? It's uh, <clears throat> it, it spaghetti has, I believe it uh, bears some resemblance to what Midwesterners might refer to as goulash. Okay. It is a combination of elbow macaroni and ground beef mm-hmm. and maybe uh, some manner of um, – Maybe some onions or something like is that. There, is there is tomato involved? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, tomato. I appreciate. Would we would we call it chili mac? Hey, you know what's interesting? Yeah. Uh, in in, <laughs> in uh, let's see. Out of a desire to perform some due diligence, uh-huh. I have looked it up on Wikipedia.com. <laughs> okay. And the uh, yeah, it looks like it, it appears as though, uh, yes, yeah, some people do refer to this as Chili Mac. <laughs> Could we, uh, are we now embarking upon the Chili Mac Power Hour? <laughs> now, wait, is Chili Mac, is this, this is, is this the same or different as that thing that happens in Cincinnati? No, the, that's just Skyline Chili. Okay. But don't they put this on some sort of noodle at some point? I don't know. I'm not, I mean, I, I just smell the cinnamon. That's all I know. What do you mean? You smell the cinnamon. There's a lot of cinnamon in Skyline Chili. Is there? Yeah. Cloying amounts of cinnamon. I don't think you need to. Ha- um, I don't think you need to add much cinnamon to anything to to get to cloying. Yeah, that's amounts. probably true. But this this I mean I don't even eat it, but I can just smell the cinnamon from oh, all, all right. over Cincinnati. Cinnamon City. <laughs> <laughs> Famously, yes. Famously known yeah. as Cinnamon City. No, apparently, uh, uh, I'm learning now that American chop suey is 
a popular dish in New England. I could tell you that my grandfather, okay. whose culinary reach um, is not particularly <laughs> wide, <laughs> has uh, is uh, that was one of his go-to dishes. He could wreck some chili mac. It's but but we do not call it chili mac here. In fact, why are you going to? Uh, here, allow me to. That's, that's, allow me to. Chili Mac's a pretty good phrase. <clears throat> it's not bad, but it, it, <coughs> this American chop suey is so near and dear to my heart. Okay, it's both near and dear. Right. Not everything near to your heart is dear to your heart. Uh, boy, I don't, don't I know it? Yeah, like all of your organs, for example, right. Dan. Yes, most of them are near to your heart, but how dear uh, the way you treat them, I think, is. Uh, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So it's a stoolie. How's your baby <laughs> uh you know uh i think that relative to other babies yeah <laughs> well let's not lower the bar too much i know but i think relative to the babies like he's pretty reasonable that's good but i i also think that even the most reasonable of babies is pretty yeah 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 <laughs> is that that sounds accurate right have you considered wearing a t-shirt like while you Push a stroller that says babies are I haven't considered it, Dan. Okay. I'll tell you why. Because um, I think that my appearance mm-hmm. already signals to, for example, local um, local law enforcement okay. that I ought to be a person of interest. Okay. When I'm, carry- when I'm carrying a child, I think they think, hmm, hmm. Not, de- not definitely an Amber Alert. <laughs> Better put a tail you know? on this guy. But yeah, but the, yeah. It, right, it does. And yeah. so, I, for example, I had to get a haircut recently because I actually did feel as though uh, I felt awkward carrying my baby, looking like I did. <laughs> I did. I I sort of felt as though I was I was kicking you out. Can't the head. Turn yourself in for no reason, really. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, I, that look, would be. I look like I've done something awful. Please take me. What a relief that would be. Yeah. You know, yes, <laughs> we should all turn ourselves in. <laughs> Don't you think there would be something um, cathartic about that? Just to say, you know, I'm not sure precisely what it is I've done, but I wish. What have you to... done, sir? Just look at me. <laughs> Just look. What at do me. you think I've done? Yeah. 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 What do you? What do you? Yeah. What's your best guess? <laughs> yeah, what do you have? I'll a... go, I could go. What do you have available? <laughs> do you have any quotas you need to fill this month? <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel that. I feel that's the case. Okay. I feel that's the case. I would love that. I would love um, wh- which of us is not waiting for the other shoe to drop, thing, you know? <laughs> and to have it finally drop, to be yeah. able to to point decisively and say, "Yes, I am guilty. Yeah. I'm guilty <laughs> of all the crimes of all of whatever crime, whatever crime you'd care to choose. I'm guilty." Just to be able to finally, just oh yeah. I don't have to wait for that to occur. Yeah, that's that's good. It's liberating. I I came across an article today in I one of the the state the larger state papers. I don't know if it was the Bangor Daily News. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bangor Daily News, by the way, a great paper. It has an entire section called Homestead. Okay. Wow. Yeah, and, and I don't I don't I've actually never held the I don't think I've ever held a paper like a print copy of the Bangor Daily News, but I okay. do go to the website with some frequency. Yeah, and there's an entire area called Homestead, which will tell you, for example, like. How to? Uh, I mean, very useful, uh, very useful things for sure. you know around the home. <clears throat> Canning, okay. probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Curing. I'm you know right now I'm curing both garlic mm. and onions in my kitchen. Wow. Yep. 
That's something. So there's that. Yeah. Uh, but it was either the Bangor Daily News or the Portland Press Herald, based mm-hmm. out of Portland, Maine, which ran a a piece today, and it perhaps it might have been uh, what is this when they run a piece from another news source, syndicated or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Something like that. Uh, but it was talking about uh, teens. How today's teens, they have, relative to generations past, they um, they have fewer paying jobs they drink they drink uh, at a at a later age they don't start drinking until a later age they get their licenses at later ages um they're basically and uh this is called so, this is all because they're on their smartphones well no because the trends started even before the smartphones okay uh, right. before smartphones were uh, perhaps i don't know if that uh, exacerbates it or not uh, I'm, no, not, I'm not here to judge i'm not here to judge still both the anecdotal evidence and <clears> more uh rigorously acquired evidence okay. suggests that it's because they're terrified. Uh, yeah, there was like a, there was like a 14 year old girl and she's like, yeah, my parents say not to worry. She's like, why wouldn't I worry? <laughs> have, have you seen the world? She's like, she's, this is, this is a girl who's in like her freshman year of high school. She's like, I have nightmares now about student debt that I will acquire. <laughs> and 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 there's a country, and like there was a conversation with her mom. Is like yeah, like <laughs> I like that she likes spending time around the house, mm-hmm. but uh, sometimes I'm thinking like, should she go out <clears throat> do dr- do drugs? <laughs> should should she do that maybe? Because she's like, it's not, it's weird <laughs> that uh, that she just wants to be here. And yeah, I think it's made, in, in part of it is now. This is not to say that you know kids have stopped drinking and right, uh, you know, partying, etc. But it's that you know, for as long as this sort of thing has been measured, it's yeah, a lot of what what we might regard as adult behavior right has has skewed later. Oh, also, uh, um, like. Lot, losing virginity is also apparently occurring at a later age than it typically has. Well, you know. Um, so, um, yeah, but it, right, one mother was was concerned, and 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 yeah, I could see that. I grew up mostly. Uh, I grew up mostly terrified. You danced the pain away, though, right? Pardon me. You danced the pain away, though. <laughs> you told me that once, like you would just go dance. <clears throat> Did, uh, Dane, did I dance like no one was watching? No, I danced like one specific person was watching, but I won't tell. Okay, all right. <laughs> all right. If you could dance like one one individual person were watching, <laughs> who would it be, Dane? You just want one person with a little spyglass. Uh, Marie Curie? <laughs> <coughs> I guess I would choose. She yeah. cured polio. Or Barry Switzer, one of those two. <laughs> Probably Barry Switzer. Is Barry Switzer? Would you would you characterize him as a lantern jawed? That, yeah, I, okay. yeah, I I had a uh, pretty strong fascination with Barry Switzer when I was younger. Am I correct in his... thinking that he either is or at least was the coach of University of Oklahoma? Yeah, that was F- football. He was a uh, very successful coach for the University of Oklahoma. Okay. Uh, I read his biography. I believe it was called Bootlegger's Boy. Um, the dude had a hard life. Yeah. 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 And I remember reading a, after that, I remember reading a Sports Illustrated story where I may mangle some of the details on here, but uh, he was 
caught, uh, I believe, in the act or shortly after the act of having an affair with one of his assistant's wives. And he proceeded to get in a nude fist fight with him. <laughs> let me, before I open myself up to legal action here, let me. Uh, Larry Lacewell, I believe, was the name of the assistant. Let this is, uh, now wait, did, did they start off nude? Or did they derobe for the purposes of. Of, of hand-to-hand combat. <laughs> well, I think I don't. I don't think the other guy was nude. Oh, okay. I, I think just Mr. Switzer was nude. <laughs> uh, let's see I thought here. perhaps they had um, decided <clears throat> to have a duel, but instead of pistols, they, <laughs> that... they, they elected to to um, to perform Greco-Roman wrestling. That that would have been better. Yeah. That would have been better. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Well, this is obviously an unimpeachable source. <laughs> um, it's a Colorado football message board. <laughs> and then here's the headline. Heard a funny story about Barry Switzer yesterday. Okay. Let's see here. Da-da-da-da. Uh Working to verify. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Which, <laughs> uh, this is just, this is uh, speculation that uh, I, I find this to be implausible. <laughs> uh, what search terms have you used, by the way, for this? What, what? What's, what search terms have you used? <laughs> uh, n- not, nothing exciting. Okay. Barry Switzer, Larry Lacewell. Oh, but you didn't do Barry Switzer nude fist fight? <laughs> Barry Switzer, wife... Fight nude. Barry Switzer faked a meeting with Donald Trump. Okay. Um, da, 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 da. Uh, this is a lot about. Wait, so so here's the thing. Uh, man, I'd hate to have to retract this story. Perhaps even no, no, even more fascinating than Barry Switzer. Engaging in nude fisticuffs with one of okay. his assistant coaches is okay. is Dane Perry concocting in a dream a scenario, <laughs> a scenario in which Barry Switzer has a nude fist fight. <laughs> it was, it was, I had I had the flu in 1991, <laughs> and my fever dream was. It says a lot less about Barry Switzer <sighs> and a lot more about Dane Perry. <laughs> All right, one last search term here. While you're looking that up, I will I will inform you, Dane. Um, I'll inform you that uh, American chop suey uh, is merely a more recent version of some earlier uh, sorts of cuisine that have um, been popular not just in New England but all over the states. Um, that uh, these are supposed to be quick and practical meals that kind of uh, reassemble a lot of ingredients together. Uh-huh. Uh, meals like, uh, quote, unquote, the potato bargain. And furthermore, <laughs> furthermore, which was is definitely a, a nickname seeks player, quote, unquote, <laughs> the necessity, the necessity mess. <laughs> yeah. The necessity mess. 
the necessity mess. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. And I believe I have. Yeah. All right. I have evidence of the affair, but the nude fight. Yeah. I'm just going to say it's true. <laughs> because I, I, I want that to be true. Okay. Yeah. For for you, it is true, Dane. Yeah. Uh, is there a difference between truth and reality? Go. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> mm. You know, that you've just done <clears throat> like an entire liberal arts degree's worth of yeah. Work right there. <laughs> yeah. Man, I wish I would have, uh, yeah. Do you, how often do you have, uh, why didn't I major in something useful regret? I don't have that. Okay. Well, that's good. I don't have that. I still maintain and, and good, good not to carry that weight, Stooley. Yeah. And I can't, I can't guarantee that this is, that I ought to continue this. I, I think it's probably just because I have not re-examined it since, mm-hmm. since I've, you know, formulated the idea and decided that it somehow was part of my identity. But I do I do believe that a liberal arts education ought to be ought Illegal. not to be necessarily uh, a stepping stone immediately to a career. It should not be training necessarily. Does that make sense? Yeah. Now, I have no uh, in fact <clears throat> as uh, homeownership is revealed that I am um, uniquely inadequate in all areas uh-huh. of, of uh, home care, etc. Okay. Uh, what I've realized is that the trades, we've, and we've discussed this to some degree, the trades, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's great value in mm-hmm. learning a trade, sure. etc. Um, and I think that if one wants to do that, that should, that's, that's great. I think that, uh, I don't necessarily think college ought to be, uh, you know, simply a, a means to, it means to the to the end of, of getting a job. I think you go there, you read Aristotle, um, you know you uh, you know you read Noam Chomsky in every class somehow, and, <laughs> and and then and you know you do you you do a lot of thinking. You you yeah. you read in theory maybe you read a, a bunch of novels, which uh, while they don't have necessarily what one might call a, an immediate practical use do uh, serve to help us understand uh, what it is to be human. And yeah. um, and then you come out and and then, but uh, and then you you know you you now you're more like an adult. You know, mm. or you have the tools to be an adult. Okay. I but the thing that's the 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 problem with it of course is that it, it's uh, so very expensive. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a problem. Yeah, and I think is, that's uh, and I think that is terrifying. I think that whatever fourteen-year-old girl in Washington State has a reason to be terrified because having that sort of debt um, makes it difficult to move around the world. Yeah, sure, man. Crushes you. Did you have debt when you left school? Yeah, I, I had some of that. Not like uh, <clears throat> not like the you know millennials are facing, but yeah. I had. I owed a few bucks. Yeah. yeah. And you... Uh, I got, uh, got out from under it before I was 40. I was proud of that. Yeah. And that's like, you know, paying 15 bucks a month or something, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you, were, you were on that plan? I, hey, it's, you know, it's deductible debt. Why not? When I... Got to slow play that shit, <laughs> When I was... Uh, so, I mistakenly... Uh, 
and I, when I say mistakenly, it was both my mistake and also a mistake of the um, admissions department at Columbia University. I mistakenly right. attended that school for two years. And then you failed out of a lesser Ivy. <clears throat> what do you mean? And then I failed out of well, – I didn't go to any other school. I went to, to – Yeah, one right. Lesser. You failed out of the lesser Ivy, Columbia. So you're saying – uh, um, very many confusing things here. You, first of all, you used a yeah. definite article to, to suggest it is the only lesser ivy. And secondly, I, I, you know what? I said it. You know what? It's for a lesser ivy. It's for it's a question for a later date. Yeah. All right. See that lack of precision okay. is what I would expect from someone who who accidentally graduated from Mississippi College. <laughs> no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Your sh- your sh- ears have wax in them. I, I said a lesser ivy. Actually, they literally they do. I have a. Um, yeah. Otitis externa in my left ear. Mm. Yeah, I'm currently uh, taking. I have drops that have. A... Is that where the uh, wax takes on the shape of a human member? <laughs> sort of protrudes from your ears, though. A second sex organ is growing out of your side of your head. No, it's no, it's not, not that one. That'd be a great disorder, though. Yep. <clears throat> uh... We used to have. Uh... Like, uh, speaking of human members, uh, we used to have... It's the segue for which Dana's been looking. (laughs) We've already talked about uh, uh, Barry Switzer's (laughs) combat combat dong, so, you know. Um, We used to have, uh, in college, uh, topically enough... um, (laughs) Had these absurd conversations about would you do this for X amount of dollars? Mm-hmm. And one of them was would you have a second <coughs> male sex organ <laughs> func- that functions implanted onto your forehead for, you know, whatever absurd amount of money? Yeah. And the consensus was yes. <laughs> I, I was, I would do that. Well, what's the th- for this what, what threshold? The other highlight was a guy who said he would. We did not take him up on this because, which speaks to how poor we we were. But he would shave every hair on his body for forty dollars. <laughs> every hair. Every hair. Yeah, oh. that's well. That's yeah. We couldn't. We couldn't even call his bluff because you lacked sufficient funds. <laughs> we did. Huh? Large group of us couldn't come up with forty <laughs> bucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, how much of that had you, you already spent on weed? Uh, some. Yeah. yeah. You know, speaking of, uh, I'm glad I, hey, yeah. in the interest of segues, Dane, I yeah. just mentioned weed. I inquired, yeah, whoa. I inquired yeah. with a, um, with, I guess, what, what I take to be a reputable seed company, Dane. Okay. And I was inquiring not necessarily to, I was inquiring not necessarily about the, um, the species of flower, uh, okay. the various species of flowers which which appear in their native northeast wildflower seed mix. Okay. I was I was not necessarily acquired about that, but the <clears throat> the mix of those seeds, for example, um, you know, by weight or by count, right? Yep. Because you know they're going to throw you, uh, you know, a lot of Rudbeckia herta, right? Black eyed Susan, you know. Sure. You know, they're going to throw sure. you. We all know. We all know that. Yeah, we know that trick, right? But uh, yeah. the question is, what about the Asclepius incarnata, right? The swamp milkweed. That's the good stuff. Yeah. What about the Aster novi angliae, the New England Aster? 
Mm-hmm. Well, yep. I so I sent uh, an email. I re, uh, I received a response today, and uh, um, the, uh, the 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 customer service representative uh, was unable to supply me with the precise uh, weights or counts. But even <coughs> she sent me an updated list of the flowers that were included. And guess yep. what? They're switching out. Yes. They're switching out swamp milkweed. And they're putting okay. in butterfly weed. <laughs> wow! I mean, they're uh, uh, they're trying to give me Mexican hat instead of instead of New England aster. Going rogue. Yeah. So you can understand that I was pretty upset. This is the horticultural equivalent of having a functioning dong put on your forehead. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. I think we all agree with that. No, right? I, w- I don't think. I- <laughs> no, I wouldn't do it now. I don't think I said I would do it. I think it was a couple of guys who said they would. There are some things, because then, then you say, all right, I got all this great money, right? I got all this money. Yeah. But I, now you have yeah. a, um, one of the yeah. most important organs <laughs> attached to your head. Yeah. Well, I mean, you don't, you still have your other one. Yeah, right. But is there, a, are you able to conceal it all? Can you put, can you put, um, some sort of, can you have a head thong or something? Uh, you know, I, I, Assume you could restrain it in certain Head situations. Head yeah. No, if you were aroused, if you were aroused, would it become? Speaking of speaking of nickname six player. <laughs> Head chaps. Head chaps. That's got to be necessity mess. Know, yeah, all right. That's got to be uh, Paul Splittorf, I guess. Head chaps. <laughs> Before we continue, Dean, you haven't you haven't rescued anyone from from. Uh, Certain death recently, have you? Because I there was... have you asked if I've saved another life, yet another yeah, life. Yeah. No, yeah, I have not. Okay. All right. I just want to make. I mean, not that I know of. I just want to make sure. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. you, at one point, we talked, and you failed to mention that until deep into our conversation. Yeah, I. Uh, well, you know, I mean, heroism is uh, is sometimes a quiet duty, mm-hmm. you know. No one calls attention to it. I didn't even want to say anything about it. You know? I did it to raise awareness. What sort of awareness, Dane? Awareness about about how? Yeah. About your heroism? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I feel like people, you know, if if I can help one person by telling (laughs) stories that reflect positively on me, then, you know, it's been worth it. If you had to guess the yeah. least efficient charity, what would you guess? I had I, I have no idea what the answer is, but <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about this. Um, I was thinking about this this yesterday, and um, I I uh, I was trying to imagine. I wonder what like I was trying to think like what would what's the what's the you know the return on investment essentially? Yeah. Um, but I I guess the. Uh... Cuckolded by Barry Switzer Foundation. You don't think that he makes good on his promise to to cuckold every woman, every man in the world? That was that was what he said at his first. That's press the Switzer promise. Taking, taking the OU job, yeah. we're gonna win some football games, and I'm gonna wreck some marriages. <laughs> Do you think that is there a one to one ratio for him? <laughs> And is it preemptive? Does he wreck a marriage and then win a game to um, essentially to represent that wrecked marriage? Or will he win the game and then he feels though he's earned 
Nah, you, no, you gotta gotta play it as it lies. Do you suppose that you most know? people in Oklahoma would take that bet and say? <clears throat> I mean, is that like what isn't that like prima prima noctum or whatever? What is the? Uh, I don't know what that is. Prima, Using them lesser obvious words. Prima noct prima 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 nocta. I don't know if it's real or not, but prima nocta is the. <laughs> that's when the lord, that's when the local <laughs> feudal lord, uh, is allowed. You know, any any time there's a marriage, he's he's allowed to have the the first night with the wife. <laughs> The prima prima uh, yeah prima nocta or uh, also droit de seigneur. That's literally the. the uh, I've heard I've heard of I've heard of the latter. The yeah. droit de seigneur, right of the what is it translated? Ah, the right of the, the master or something like that. Yeah, uh, lord, right of the lord. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, that's I could see the uh, you know if you're the if you're the guy in charge, that's that's a. Policy you can make use of, I'm sure. I can't imagine it would inspire much goodwill among. <laughs> I cannot. No. I, yeah. Yeah. That's. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't pine to live in those. Also, times. what that is, in, in there's really really thing a little more than uh, to really to crush the spirits of of the, of your subordinates than to take the yeah. woman on her wedding night. You know, like it's it's a celebration. You couldn't have done this a couple yeah, of weeks right. ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Was this not maybe instead of a bachelorette party, something like this? Yeah. It's, it just it seems very cruel to to break up just to break up festivities. Like you're dancing, you're doing the electric slide. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. the you know the, lo- the local wealthy man comes around and says, "Hey guys, may I yeah. cut in?" Yeah, <laughs> but the really the, it's it was the more be back in fifteen minutes. Yeah, well, exactly. The more forgiving uh, seniors, they would they would just find a broom closet and uh, take care of business right there. Yes, um, yes, yes. Right. Yeah. Apparently, also known as the apparently the native French prefer the term droit de jambage, uh, which literally means right of the leg, or, okay. or, or droit de cuissage. Wow. Which is right of the thigh. Uh, Hello. Hello. Wow. Such talk. (laughs) Are you you clutching your pearls over there, Dane? I'm not. I'm just... uh, uh, Drinking some coffee? Looking at some sports alerts. Oh, do you you have anything to report? I don't. (laughs) But looking at sports news that features no updates is somehow attracting your attention more... (laughs) In this conversation with yeah. one other person? Well, you know, I got some stuff to do today. I'm not going to have time What do you have, uh, what do you got I going got, on today, I'm not going to have time to check my... Uh, I just sort of say that. I don't really have... At what point do you... There's some stuff I need to do. At what point will Dane Perry be rendered... I, I, hey, here's, here we go. Go ahead. Finish your line of thought here. At what point will you be rendered, uh, rendered redundant by automation? I don't know. I've thought about that. Um, I think we work in a, uh, this is not to say we do anything of value, mm-hmm. but I think we work, uh, in a useless little sub industry that, uh, probably won't be the first thing to be mm-hmm. automated. You know? Well, because a bunch of other stuff has been automated. Remember that? It's, yeah. 
I mean, I think these, uh, I think game stories will probably be automated before, mm-hmm. you know, hot takes. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, there's already like my kids' games, you can track them on this thing called Game Changer. And they do have like these automated game stories. What do you mean your kids' games? That. My son's baseball games. Oh. There's like an app where you can follow the game if you're not able to be there, that sort of thing. Like, <laughs> Is this is it the coach? Is this a, the, the divorced dad's starter kit? <laughs> <laughs> is that where? Is that how you found out about that? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yes, yeah. I like that they send you. You know how some like like you see people get like uh, information from WARP like you know five years before they retire right. just to begin indoctrinating right, them. Yeah, I like the idea of yes. a husband and father receiving this in the mail. He's like. Um, Statistically, you're you're likely. What everything we know about you, your income. <laughs> statistically, you're likely to be divorced within a year. So we just want to give Let's you a heads here. up. Yeah. Here's some information that may be of some use to you. Can we talk? Can we talk real? For yeah, a what moment? What, 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 yeah. 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 No, I'm saying that's. That's what, what it's. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, God damn it. So, so there's an app that tracks your. Who keeps like who? Like yeah, like one of the assistant coaches or one of the parents will. Score the game in this app. That's exhausting. I think isn't it exhausting? Yeah, I mean it's it's a really easy okay. interface. Have you I done mean, it before? Not, yeah. Okay, so yeah. it must be easy. Okay. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was making like donkey noises while I was doing it because I was confused, <laughs> but I managed to do it. <laughs> Is that it. what happens when your circuits are overwhelmed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When I, yeah. Yeah. When I, when life throws me a curveball, I just the donkey noises just ooh, they, they they flow forth. Wait, can I? Can you produce one now? What you're. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I was doing that for the entire game, <laughs> like sitting right behind the cage. Yeah, there were people getting annoyed. Yeah, no kid got a hit because of the distraction. Do you uh, um, do you also chart chart pitches? I mean, you know, you you indicate ball or strike. It's not do they like call you Dane Statcast Perry? They do. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's that's a good one. Um. <clears throat> so yeah, and anyway. Uh, so it does this thing, and then sort of the algorithm concocts a game story about it yeah. afterward. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, sloppily written and unwieldy, but it gets the details right, you know? Right. So that's, uh, you know, that, that sort of thing is going to get better and better. And, do you ever feel like the, yeah. do you ever feel like the algorithm has, um, Unduly ignored your son's achievements? Absolutely. <laughs> no, I, I've only read like a couple of them, but it's it's basically like combs the box score and says, yeah. you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You ever think, hmm, you could have included Wyatt Perry in that? Yeah, you could have included his. Uh, mm-hmm. His. Uh, what about his sure. intangibles? I don't. I don't know that his intangibles are that great. <laughs> <laughs> what intangibles can an eight-year-old have on a baseball he's, team? He's 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 uh, he's sullen when he has to play the outfield. How about that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Is he prima donna? Uh, I don't know if I'd say that. He yeah. definitely thinks he deserves like to play the most premium positions all the time. Yeah. Which is a little annoying. And have you? Uh, I assume you feel particularly responsible for this because you you are what, what, an assistant coach, right? 
not for this particular oh, not for this. Okay. This is just fall ball. Do you think that he should um, accept the role that he's given by the coach? Yes. You do? Yeah. Yes, I do. Are you? I mean, it's not, it's not like he refuses to do it, but it's mm-hmm. like, you know, after the game, it's like, why didn't I, why didn't I play the, the, and all that. So. And what's your response? Say, uh, uh, I usually say, well, that's, you know, your coach's decision and nothing we can do about that. If you want to discuss it with him, feel free, but I'm not going to say anything. That kind of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you think that when you reflect on it, you think that's probably the best strategy? I I do think that is the way to go. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm actually asking out of a real sense of interest now. Uh, yeah, I, I think uh, – <clears throat> I mean, if there's like genuine injustice going on, I would probably speak privately to the coach. Mm-hmm. But like if it's just like, you know, I didn't get to play this position today, it's like, nah, not my – your coach is your coach and – Nothing I'm gonna do about that. I'm not gonna to talk to him about that. No. Also, it's probably not the it's probably not the moment that's gonna make or break a future major league career, right? I no. I, I don't think I don't he's imperiling yeah. your son's shot at uh, you know professional baseball. I don't have any delusions along those lines, so sort. Yeah, but you do want him to play at Vanderbilt, you said. Sure. And if he does, well, I mean, preferably Stanford, but you know. I, don't what know, about I, don't, you? I mean, getting to know Eno, I don't know that I think it's highly of Stanford anymore. Oh, oh, God, yes. The standards. If that goddamn clown can get a sheepskin from Stanford, then what is, you know... What's it worth? really the value in it, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, he, what a... Do you, do you see him in other capacities besides just... I occasionally run into him at hashtag signature baseball events uh, throughout the course of the season. Maybe meetups? Does he refer to them as meetups? Do you refer? Uh, to them you know, he always schedules. He always like, "Hey, we're getting together two days from now in Chicago," mm-hmm. and I need a little more notice than that. You know, because you're a man so. with man's business. No, I just to get you out of the house. Clear it with my wife before I, you know, dump my responsibilities for the evening on her. Right, you know, that sort of thing. Um, <clears throat> I occasionally run into him at say like playoffs or All Star game. Oh, oh, that's right. You, you, you attend these things. I do. Yeah, you're sent there by CBSSports.com's Ion Baseball. As I've explained countless times, it is just CBS Sports. Right, but the Ion Baseball part of CBS Sports. There's no Ion Baseball. Yeah. <clears throat> Pardon me, I'm going to check something which may be of some interest to you as well. Okay. So, um, my wife and I are attempting to have another baby. No. <laughs> in fact, <laughs> in fact, I will perform home vasectomy. Wait, is that what's called? Vasectomy? Did I say it right? Yeah, I think I did. I will perform it at home, um, with my bare hands, need be, <clears throat> uh, rather than do that again. Uh, no, um, I, my free time, time to work, etc., is uh, from the. When we wake up till roughly 12.45, at which point she goes to work, and then uh-huh. uh, she's at work till 5.30, and then I kind of how, how did she – how does her work from 1 to 5.30? Uh, well, so she doesn't have to be in the office for all of it. Oh, so she's technically she goes into the office. working for the 
first few hours of the day, and then she goes. Yeah, in. that and and it's it, <coughs> the hours are not always consistent. But the point is, she goes in the office. She, there's office hours there, one to five, essentially. Yeah. So she's there for that, and then that is the time when I am in charge of the child. Okay. Now it, I see it's twelve forty eight right now, which means that it's very possible she has left. Let me check. Let me look outside. Okay. All right. Okay. <clears throat> so she has left. And also, my, I can hear my child screaming in the other room. <laughs> um, but that goes up and down sometimes. Maybe sometimes. you should go check on that. No, I'm not going to do that because I need to finish this. Okay. And uh, as, uh, I'm sure uh, my wife, who's a very nurturing mother, not initially uh-huh. a nurturing wife, but a nurturing mother. Right. I'm yeah. sure that she has ensured that uh-huh. he is fed. Okay. Uh, that his diaper is clean. Okay. And that he is otherwise in... In uh, no sort of peril. Okay. And therefore, uh, he's just crying because he's a tiny person. Because he's a dick. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of yeah. it. That's kind of yeah. it. You're 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 familiar with that. I was talking with a friend of mine, uh, and I so I feel as though there is not enough <coughs> of, love in the world. You, well, before of course you were you were um, talking about about uh, raising awareness, Dane. I know that's a concern of yours. Yeah, definitely. Raising awareness, some sort of awareness that I feel is inadequately raised, is the sort of emotions that well up inside of a new father when his uh, when his son or daughter will not stop crying. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, because while it does appear, um, and I, and I think that this is this is beyond uh, what we might consider just. Uh, uh, construct like gender constructs like this uh, is actually i think that this actually uh, is based in some sort of um, neuroscience whatever. oh boy you're gonna get lit up for this <laughs> well no because so i can tell you so <clears throat> when when our child cries uh-huh. my wife has like a, a physical reaction to it uh-huh. like it it ruins her world and i also know right. that um like when like she's hugging him right like her body yeah. is flooded with oxytocin <laughs> it's like a drug. It's a drug, and she feels she feels like deep bond with the kid. And so, and so when 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 we we get that in, in different capacity, when when he is in pain, when he's crying though, she she has yeah. a real sense that he's in pain. Yeah, that's not my feeling at all. My <laughs> feeling is that he is purposely or not. Attempting to make the house a worse place to live. <laughs> That's my – that is my – either you are just – you're being unreasonable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of the needs of, of which we're aware that you have <laughs> yeah. have been addressed. Why? Why are you continuing to do this? And I really think of this like like this this child is essentially yeah. – um, he's sabotaging <laughs> our well-being. Right, yes. Um, Can you just not be a dick today? Yeah, and so I was yeah. talking uh, with a friend of mine, um, <clears throat> a friend who has two children and um, whose wife has brought up the idea of having a third. Oh, and uh, I can tell you, uh, uh, between the two of them, she's more, <laughs> she's more excited about the idea. <laughs> right, yeah. And he, yeah. he tried to explain it to me in a metaphor, <clears throat> and yeah. he used it <clears> – <throat> I don't think he felt totally. I don't think he felt as though he had phrased it perfectly, but I think it's it's sufficient. And it, he uses what he calls the saber tooth tiger metaphor, <laughs> and is that when the baby is crying, 
he he like he, what he imagines like the way he's essentially reporting on the feelings he has inside of him uh-huh. is that there is there are saber toothed tigers like he's in a cave yeah. with family and friends and then outside of the <clears> cave <throat> there are saber toothed tigers that want to get into the cave right uh uh-huh. sure but the crying of the baby this is not unlike uh you know being a person in wartime you're hiding in a basement right and <laughs> enemy troops are you know yeah. ransacking the house above you the the crying of the baby attracts the predators right so what so his what he sees inside of him is his inclination is to expel the crying <laughs> child from the cave <laughs> to throw it out almost as a sacrifice right yeah to to the hungry cats outside whereas his wife's inclination of course would be to to cry. right right yeah yeah um yeah, yeah and i said i said yeah because i will say that deep in my heart um my brain or, or something inside of me has has said throw the child out the window <laughs> yeah throw the child out the window the and precipice uh, of madness is where it puts you else. yeah and I, but I don't ever since. Of course, if you look up anything about child rearing, um, you you come across many message boards, right? And they're yeah. almost all dedicated to uh, to the mothers talking to other mothers. Yeah. Um, uh, Dave Cameron said there's one called Dad It on Reddit, but uh, I've always, I'm always, and maybe it's good, but I always, it requires a lot of me to visit Reddit. It makes it makes me think like. Our species is just not meant to persist. Because yeah. if we were, if we were equipped to make it in this world mm-hmm. for millions of years, then rearing children would be easy, right? It's like it's it's so hard <laughs> that it's like wouldn't we uh, wouldn't we be better off if? Uh, wouldn't we our species reproduce? be uh, more yeah. solidified if it was just, ah, oh, yeah, there's a baby. All right. Welcome to the world. I'm, as I was, back back to my business. Now, sometimes hardship can, yeah. uh, experienced in a, as a community, right, yeah. can produce greater, uh, deeper bonds. Yeah. But I don't actually, I don't think that that applies here. Yeah. Like, certainly, like, I mean, who is closer than... Then you know, then those people who serve together in a in a terrible military battle, right? Yeah. There's a there's a certain type of um, <clears throat> uh, bond there which is um, which is un- unimpeachable. Mm-hmm. That's not exactly the same thing as your kid throwing all of the groceries out of the cart <laughs> when you're in the supermarket. <laughs> We had some other friends visit, and they have a daughter who's adorable. But we were walking down the street, and she's just yelling, "Dad has a poopy butt! Dad has a poopy butt!" And they say, "Stop!" And she's like, "And she's like, okay." And then she does, and then they start walking again, and she's talking about. She just starts yelling about dad having a poopy butt again. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's when. Yeah. That's. That's when. Obviously, my my dear wife is so much more patient than I am. And, yeah. But like those kind of situations at that age where they're starting to be able to be reasoned with mm-hmm. is when like that situation would be like 
did you not just hear me say not to do that? What the f***? And you can't do that. You can't do that. Yeah. Well, you can't. I'm asking. You can't do that? <laughs> I mean, not, not out on a sidewalk in public. Right. You know, in the basement or, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Right. But so what do you do on the sidewalk? What is the... What is the correct? Uh, what is it? Yeah, you, you say like, uh, uh, Caitlin, did you not hear me? Yeah, just ask you not to do that. Yeah, you know what happens in the child brain? I mean, there, there were... was like, yeah, like this is sort of like uh, again, I don't want to get into gender stereotyping and all that, but um, I remember like taking him to some <laughs> soccer class, and he was like. <laughs> When he was like two and had no business doing anything like that. And like he was just like, ah, running around and like not even remotely paying attention. And you feel like, you know, I can't just dump him off on the poor guy who's running this class. And, you know, and so I'm like, God, you know, to mutter and like, mother, will you just get over there and just, you know. And there's like a mother over there who's like, you know, Ian, should we make better decisions? <laughs> and he's like, you know, and like being compliant and everything, and I'm like, oh man, she's she's a lot better at this than I am. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. It is hard, though. Right? That is, it's the exasperation overwhelms yeah. you, and you're just like, how? Why? Why are we not yeah. abiding by reason here? What amazes me is like, uh, I mean, we uh, we have a good kid largely because you know my wife is wonderful, and we're able to devote our parenting to this one kid. Mm -hmm. Now, like my wife is from Omaha, which is like the cradle of fertility apparently. And like every one of our friends comes from like families of, you know, eight, nine, 10, 12 kids. And my wife is one of seven, mm -hmm. for instance. Yeah. And like, you see like these people with six, seven kids now. And you're like, yeah, they're all, I understand. You know, you can't divide and conquer six, seven kids. They're all going to turn out to be dicks, mm -hmm. you know. But then you see some kids with, like, families of five, six, seven, and they're all good. And you're like, how did they do this? Yeah. How did they spread their energy across all these kids and make them reasonable human beings? Like, if I had six kids, I would check the f*** out and, like, you know, all right, well, you know. Go and figure it out. You gonna you gonna go to the store for a pack of cigarettes, Dan? <laughs> I don't mean physically, literally check out. Yeah. I mean I would be like, well, they'll figure it out. They'll. Well, isn't it in part? Yeah. It sounds like, and I, maybe this isn't true. Basically, I'm not amazed by people who have one kid and raise it properly. Right. That's not hard. I'm amazed by the people who have who are outnumbered by their children and manage to raise functioning, reasonable people. What about? Now, is this part of like a product of maybe agricultural uh, communities? Yeah, you know, farmhands and all that. But I mean, this is—I'm talking presently. Like, this is Omaha. Yeah. Not like you know, this is not like. Rural and they're just Nebraska. good kids, huh? Yeah. Some. Yeah. <clears throat> Others have just a brood. I don't. Because they don't have. Because what can you do? You know. Maybe maybe yeah. the idea is to maybe really focus on the first kid. And that kid, and then that kid becomes yeah. like a surrogate parent. Yeah. That's what you need. I know that, you know, and I'm not, and this is a case of agriculture, but 
my grandmother grew up on a farm in northwest Iowa, like close to the Dakotas there. And she was the oldest daughter. And she was like fantastically responsible. You right. know? Yeah. And so what a great asset for the parents to have. <clears throat> and then they forced her to leave the farm <laughs> when she was eighteen. They're like, yeah, you got you gotta go. So she visited she visited an aunt in California for two years and worked for the phone company. Okay. Yeah. She connected calls. Ah. Someone would ring up and she'd uh, you know she plug it in. Plug yeah. it in, yeah. Yeah, that's that's noble work. Sure. I mean it's work that literally, that literally doesn't exist anymore. Right, yeah. No, in this content. Yeah. yeah. No, they were just like I mean, I don't know what how formal it was, but I do know that it it was obvious that she was no longer welcome on the family farm. <laughs> I don't know if there had to be like a conversation or if it was like this is just how you do it in Ashton, Iowa. Um but that was uh yeah, that was she left. She went to uh, one of those. She have a scandalous pregnancy or something? No. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. She actually, my grandfather told me the story. Just to give you an idea of the mindset of a generation. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and also maybe the lack of um, certain types of education. Maybe that you would have learned in, you know, um, uh, in school now. Yeah. Is my grandparents were married. <laughs> my grandmother started to experience symptoms, um, fatigue, uh, nausea. Uh-huh. And she also started to develop what she regarded as a growth in her abdomen. Mm. And she went to the doctor and said something to the effect of, you know, like, I think I have a tumor. And so... I don't understand. So I, this is all through my grandfather. He's ninety six. The, the idea is that they like what to see like multiple physicians. <clears throat> yeah. And it was not uh, clear what the problem was. Uh-huh. Uh Do you have a sense of what it might have been, Dane? Uh, was she pregnant? She was pregnant with a child. Yes. And uh, so for some reason, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what the weak link here was. Yeah. Uh, but it was not. It was not something that they checked out first. Yeah, you know, I mean. Even like, uh, you know, not even talking about, you know, the days of leeches and bloodletting and all that, but even yeah. like medicine 50 years ago seems just impossibly My grandfather tells another story that I have to believe is fictional about when he had typhoid. <laughs> he says, <laughs> Wait, was it typhoid? This is what he says. This is how he, re- <laughs> this is how he reports it. That he has, so he has a terrible fever, right? And there's some uh-huh. sort of growth or something. Uh-huh. He says that his mother reached in and <laughs> removed the typhoid, and then he was better. <laughs> removed the like reached down his throat, or what do you mean? I don't, uh, I don't, like into his head, or I don't know, <laughs> like in his arm. I don't even know. Whenever he's told the story a couple times, and I never know, like what. I don't even know where to begin. I have also be honest, like my only experience with typhoid is through the Oregon Trail game. Yeah. So right, like yeah. I was like not even like I was like typhoid was real, Grandpa. And he was, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like like I was like was it also true that you couldn't carry back all the bear meat because you could only have a hundred pounds in Connecticut? You know. 
<laughs> I was in Connecticut. And uh, no, but he said he says his, his mother reached in and cured it because he speaks of his grandmother. I mean, you know, he's like an Italian boy. Right. He's, yeah. in, in terms that you would reserve only for like the best angels. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like yeah. not even, not even right. like the first couple rungs of angel. <laughs> and it's true by all of, it seems like every indication she was an amazing woman. He, sure. during the military, he would send home whatever percentage of his income to her. Now, by the way, her husband, my grandfather's father died when my grandfather was eight or something. Mm-hmm. And, with you know, like with like his dying breath took my grandfather aside and said you are the man of the house now <laughs> i mean it's like some crazy immigrant i mean amazing though and you and, would have uh, said duh, duh, you can't lay that on me <laughs> <laughs> dad can i finish my video game first <laughs> lame <laughs> and um so he was like eight when that happened and so, um, I think she, you know, she eventually, like, she remarried, but uh-huh. it was not, like, a totally stable situation, you know, right. for a long time. He would send home whatever part of his uh, check from the um, the Navy when he was in the Navy uh, for her, if help raise the other kids. Sure. She spent, she didn't spend any of it. Yeah. She saved it, and then when he got married, she gave it to him as his wedding gift. <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> What the hell is that? Imagine you're in a new country, don't speak the language that well, everything is difficult, and then in addition to all that, you just don't spend this money, you save it for one of your seven kids. How is that possible? I just can't well, it's imagine. Not, it's not possible anymore. No, it's not. Nobody's that selfless. No, it's a crazy, Yeah. <laughs> Such a tall, I mean, so tall. Right, and that was another person who had, you know, a bunch of kids. Maybe it's five kids. I How many times have you sent your soldiers pay home? <laughs> I don't even know what the equivalent of that would be. <laughs> oh, I don't boy. know what the equivalent of that would be. Yeah. You know. Oh, wait, a couple topics. Let's see, we did Sabretooth. We did When You Become Made Redundant by Automation. <laughs> you got notes here? Yeah, uh, I have this note. Hurricane Dane. Okay, yeah. Uh, well, first of all, you grew up, uh, at least for part of your life, on Mississippi's Gulf Coast, I believe, right? I did, yeah. Did I, you ever uh, experience the wrath of a Hurricane Dane? I did, yeah. I don't, and, and I, by the way, I don't mean to make light of it, but no, I don't no, no, understand no, no. hurricanes that well. and so, they suck, yeah. And uh, so what was your experience? Well, the first one was Hurricane Frederick okay. in 79. Uh, I was, yeah, no. Um, Was it exciting at all? I I was seven, and yeah, I thought it was cool. It was like we went to, uh, uh, this is when we lived in Moss Point, Mississippi. Okay. And uh, my dad was a pastor at the church there, and we went to the church for shelter. We did not evacuate, even though I think we were supposed to. Um, And, like, it was just like it came at night, and it was like, there was a window I could look out, a small window, and you like everything was just sideways. Like all the trees were bent completely over, horizontal. The rain was horizontal, and I thought it was you know the coolest thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
it turns out like the foundation of the church had been like moved like 18 inches or something. And the uh, walls were on the verge of collapsing on us. Which would have meant... This was, this, we were all dead. Yeah. And like the adults realized this. Like, you know, I heard stories years later. And like me and a few kids were just having the time of our lives and the adults were realizing that, well, this is, this could be it for all of us. Whoa. And it was just a complete, like, I remember my mother, you know, being really quiet and really somber and, and I couldn't figure out, you know, this is cool, mom. Look at this. Mm -hmm. Everything's sideways, you know? Yeah. And they were just thinking, well, this is, this is it. This is how we go. Yeah. My, my. So it was, uh, that was my, so we evacuated after that. My mom was kind of traumatized by that experience, understandably. What do you mean when you say you evacuated in other instances? After like, that? no, when, in, in subsequent hurricanes, right. we would get the hell out of Dodge. Right. We did not ride it out anymore. In Hurricane Elena, which was seven years later, we had moved uh, a little west of where we were during Hurricane Frederick. And uh, that was coming straight for us. We evacuated. It stopped, not long offshore, mm-hmm. pivoted, went to Florida. Okay. We came back. Just as it was about to make landfall, like around like Tallahassee or something, it stopped again, pivoted, came back to us. Uh-huh. So we evacuated twice for this. Look, look, you should look up Hurricane Elena path and look at, look at what it did. Oh yeah, look at this. I see, yeah, yeah. in fact I see it. <clears throat> Um, and so we evacuated the first time. The second time, my dad was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> so my mom packed me up and our stuff, like, she would, you know, she would take, like, clothes and pictures of her children when we evacuated for hurricanes. And it, well, like, went up into the Midwest, actually. It seems like an un... I mean, yeah, I mean, they, they linger. I mean, once they... Yeah, I mean, they gradually, they weaken pretty quickly once they make landfall, but they're still semi-organized systems that can get way up. Right. Yeah. I mean, like Hurricane Camille, which was just a monster, was still, like, given hell in, like, Virginia and stuff. Yeah. Wow, you have a, wait, that was 1969. Yeah, that was before my time, but that was, like, that's the one that, like, just completely destroyed the coast where I grew up. Yeah. I mean, before Katrina completely destroyed the coast. Yeah, you have a you have a, pr- a pretty good knowledge. Now, the, the the only hurricane I ever that I experienced was I guess the first one. Of course, it, the um, the consequences in New Hampshire are a lot smaller. Uh, but there was Hurricane right. Gloria. I yeah, I remember. I don't know Gloria. if that sounds familiar. And that one has more of the traditional like coastal route, but it did come through yeah. New Hampshire. And I don't I don't know how. Honestly, I don't really know how. I know we went like we went outside afterwards, and there were you know. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're even just a couple hundred miles inland, it's like a bad thunderstorm. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, except for you know excessive amounts of rain right. and that sort of thing. But I mean, it's uh, like after Camille. Well, there's still places when I was a kid you could go see, and it's like. Just steps leading up to nothing, like the house had just been washed away, like along the coast. So it would be the concrete steps still there, but nothing behind it. <clears throat> like just, and this was, and there, there was like a, a shrimping boat was 
wound up like a hundred miles inland or something <laughs> that never got out of the storm. And yeah, Camille is, uh, uh, was some of the stories about it are just like, you know, they had a hurricane party at this hotel and there's a story about, you know, uh, not, not a apartment complex, not a hotel. They had a hurricane party for it because people weren't as aware that you need to get the hell out of there in those days. And like, Two of the people at the party went upstairs to go to sleep because they had been drinking, and they woke up like floating against their ceiling, like you know, on like the fourth floor. Well, of the that's apartment. a bad way to wake up. Yes, it is. Yeah, horrifying. One of them got out, as I recall, and the other one drowned in in, in the apartment. So yeah, they are they are monsters. They are weird. Oh, the the Richelieu yeah. apartments, the Richelieu apart, the Richelieu apartments. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. in past yeah. Christian yeah. Mississippi. Past Christian, oh, boy. Really? It is past really? Christian. Really? Oh boy. Uh, yeah. They're just trying to make it difficult. Lafayette, Louisiana, Lafayette County, Mississippi. No. Yeah. And I, hey, Louisville, please Kentucky, believe me, Louisville, Mississippi. Please believe me when I tell you, Dane Perry, that Sir Larry Hagman was in the ABC made-for-TV movie about Hurricane Camille. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the. I didn't realize. I didn't realize he had been. Yeah, he knighted his own. He knighted his own damn self by by the king of Texas, <laughs> Larry Hagman. <laughs> if you if you had been a professional wrestler, would your name have been the king of Texas? <laughs> no. What? No. <laughs> Who would believe that? No. It would be. It would be. Well, you'd obviously have to hit the you know, my my wrestling name would be Librarian's Friend. <laughs> <laughs> Something along those lines. Masked Lesser <laughs> Ivy. No, Dane. Dane. This is too late. The only let's see, the only other thing I had here in the notes uh was uh, kid business. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think you hinted at this. Yeah, we had we, <laughs> I haven't seen him in the last couple. Well, I've, I haven't been at the cafe as much. Yeah. But it's this kid who can't be more than twenty-five, uh-huh. who spends ninety percent of his time on the cafe at the cafe on the phone. Oh man! And I, I would... can't. I don't. Here's the thing. I've listened with some intensity to his conversations. Is he? Is he like a loud talker? He's maybe he's medium. Okay. I, I don't think he's like hoping people will listen, but he's not. Okay. He's not obscure. Like if. If I had my, I mean, when I when I'm at the cafe, I st- I step out of the cafe to have a phone conversation. Yeah. He, he he regards it as his office. <clears throat> I don't know what he does. I do know that he sends people out. He says, okay. "Okay, I'll have some people out there tomorrow." So I don't know what business that is, but I know that sometimes he has to call. There are people he's calling their clients. Okay. People are calling who clearly are working for him, and he's trying to get people out there by tomorrow. So what sort of job does that sound like to you? Uh, when are you trying to get people out there? Uh, maybe he uh, oversees uh, subcontractors or something, sending yeah, out guys to fix things. I don't know. Must be something. He's trying to send people out there, though. Yeah. I'll get some, I'll get some people out there tomorrow. Young, or he'll get a call. Young, he says, "Young guy to be in a supervisory role like that." Yeah, or he'll says, uh, "Oh, they were supposed to be out there yesterday." Okay, there might All be right. something else he says. Yeah, about time to fire some middle-aged men. 
Have you considered putting down your book and walking over and putting a rear naked choke on him while he's talking? <laughs> I spend 100% of my time yeah. at the cafe fully closed. Well, sure. <clears throat> Barry Switzer's not allowed there. Yeah, this Hurricane Camille, that looks tough. What would uh, – here's a question. It's like 200 <clears throat> miles an hour when it made landfall. What would be the what would be the path and the damages the path <laughs> of and the damages created by Hurricane Dane Perry? Okay, or Hurricane Dane. All right, I would uh, I would probably form in the Gulf. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I would uh, uh, have to you know disconcert some people who are near and dear to me by forming in the Gulf and not knowing where I was going. And then I would uh, constrict my size so as not to create, you know, any collateral damage. Uh-huh. And then I would leap from the Gulf to Bryant-Denny Stadium in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. <laughs> While it was not occupied. Don't want to hurt no, anybody. No, don't want to hurt anyone. Yeah. And I would level that <laughs> to the ground. <laughs> I want to see Alabama football playing in a high school stadium. <laughs> Yeah. That's what I'd do. Hmm. Yeah. Trying to think, and then I would dis- I would dissipate my work having been done with no casualties, but the world a better place for having felt my wrath. There was a Hurricane Dean. Yeah, and that mostly went through the Caribbean and then into. There was one year where they had like thirty named storms or something that had to get into like the Greek alphabet, and there was like a tropical storm Omega or something, mm-hmm. which. This is a pretty badass name for a storm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't remember what year that was, but yeah, they got they had so many named storms they had to go elsewhere. Where are we right now? I think we're like at N or something. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I see how these yeah, these all follow. Is... They start in a very similar path, don't they? I don't. Of course, I don't know much about it, but they sort of start what west in West Africa. A lot of them. A lot of them start off the coast of. West Africa, and you know, move west. Yeah, and you know, some of them, you know, some can form closer in. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, kind of off coast of Central America, that sort yeah. of thing. But uh, Maria, Maria's, Maria's bad news. Category five. Is is that happening right now? Yeah. Oh man. Hurricanes.gov. Uh, Good site. Got to go to that one. There's a disturbance behind Maria, but it doesn't look like it might do anything. Jose, still still hanging about. Where is he right now? Where is Hurricane Jose? Jose is kind of, oh, there, oh, east, yeah, of yeah. Uh, east of Virginia. And what does that X mean? Oh, that's a disturbance. Oh, yeah. That's a disturbance. Oh, Maria's, Maria's that... terrible. That's already that going over. It's category five, yeah. That's awful. Yes. The Caribbean's getting waylaid this year. Yeah. Oh God. Stupid. And it's I think its path is supposed to take it out to sea, fortunately. <laughs> but I mean obviously the damage is gonna be done for like Puerto it's Puerto Rico is gonna get nailed. Part of the Dominican Republic will probably get hit hard. And obviously a lot of these people are ill equipped to they're not living yeah. high, 
high on the hog. Yeah, they're not. They where are they going to go and how are they going to go and yeah. So well, that's uh, it's awful. Pretty bad situation. Yeah. yeah. You ever made a? Uh, I feel pretty good about living in the Midwest. <clears throat> you ever made a power rankings of the awful before? <laughs> just anything yeah, just or see. hurricanes or just anything. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, just like uh, uh, <clears throat> you know. Uh, it, Impoverished people being being run over by terrible storms. That's one of them, right? I think it would be I think it would be illuminating for you to do power rankings of your awful versus power rankings of an impoverished Haitian. Yeah, I mean, some of our there would be sim, some similarities. I don't know. I don't think there would be. You don't think so? Oh, I mean, I've things I mean, are like I actually endure. Right. Okay, because the worst-case scenarios are all the same. Yeah, I mean, obviously we're all capable of tragedy, yeah. yeah. Right. But you're saying, like, things with which I have to contend on a regular basis versus what? Like, you you, you drank your coffee too slowly, and now it's cool. Well, that is. You know. Glad you brought that up. Versus his. Why is no one talking about this? Versus, you know, his, his shanty has been destroyed, yeah. you know, that sort of yeah. thing. No. It sounds bad, yeah. Yeah, yeah, happy, happy not to uh, be, happy not to have to live in a shanty, I guess, to begin with. Yeah, you know, I mean, they, uh, yeah. People have it hard out there, yeah. still. You don't know this, but they do. Thank you for bringing, no one's ever, no one's ever told you, you this. Thank you for bringing it to my attention, Bane. Yeah, yeah. Gentleman and scholar. <clears throat> Bermuda's stupid. Okay. Look at that thing, just out in the middle of nowhere. Is what a that, dumb island. You ever been to Bermuda? It looks like you couldn't even land a plane on it. I mean... Like, you'd just overshoot the runway and, you know... It's just a dumb island. Got no use for Bermuda. No? Nah. Look at it out there. What it is doing? way out there, isn't it? Go, go somewhere. Quit being shy. Go to drift to the Caribbean. Join your friends. Well, yeah. What's the? How does being how, a diva over there, staying in the corner? How does how does Bermuda work? I, I mean, what is that? How, what is it? What's going on over there? Uh, just you know, just you know, it's like wearing all black and scowling in the corner just for attention. You know, no, wait, well, Lis- listening to the Smiths. Is it comfortable? Bermuda. Is it comfortable in Bermuda? I don't know. Who goes to Bermuda? Let's see, Bermuda tourism. <laughs> Take it to Google. I don't know. Bermuda tourism. There's a tourism authority, apparently. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks lovely, but just you know, come on. What's the architecture like there? Can you uh, can you gather anything along those lines? It appears to be you know, Caribbean appearing. Yeah. Just, yeah. Well, look at you, Bermuda. What are you doing out there? What is Bermuda? Dick. I mean, is Bermuda. Bermuda's a dick. Is it? Uh, is it independent or is it? Is it is England? Is, is it part of this the UK? This is obviously a job for Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought it was Bermuda. Uh, Bermuda, yeah, it's, it's a British overseas territory. Okay. Well, you know what? Bermuda needs to. Uh, uh, England needs to. Uh, you know, strap bolt that to a uh, barge and tow it somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, it looks it looks remarkably comfortable in Bermuda. I'm sure it's you know, 
Yeah, I mean, I despise hot weather, yeah. but this looks like it might be all right. Let me let me check on climate here. Yeah, might change. I might change my tune about Bermuda here. <laughs> climate. Click on climate. Yeah. Celsius. <laughs> out of here with that. Ah, uh, no, no, way too hot in the summer. Nope, never mind. Get rid of it. Hey, Dane, it's been a real pleasure. Yep. Uh, Has it? Any uh, any parting words from you? Anything that's necessary to share? Um, nah. Okay. Looking forward to. Uh, no, that's not really anything I'm looking forward to. Never mind. Okay. Thought I could come up with something, but. Hey, let's go to Bermuda. Let's go to Bermuda to together. Indie. You want to go visit Bermuda? Nope. I would go in February. Yeah, January, February. Yeah. Maybe even March. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Yeah, go to Bermuda. 68. Yeah, you know, I can deal with 68. That's it's not quite cool enough, but it's fine. All right. Yeah. I mean, but again, go 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 where you, go sit by your friends, Bermuda. Well, Dave, it's been a, it's been a real pleasure uh, to have you on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Stick yeah, around yeah, for yeah, one yeah, moment, yeah. but I will say thank you, Dane Perry. Yep. That has been Dane Perry. Hey, you're, you're welcome. You're welcome. It's been Dane Perry, contributor to CBSSports.com's Ion Base. No, just CBS Sports. I'm Carson Sestouli, and this has been Fangraphs Audio. <laughs>